The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Summer in the Psalms is uh, rolling, baby. Day 45, Psalm 119. Hey, grab a Bible. Just come sit for spells. Talk. Come pop a squat next to daddy, okay? Yeah, we need to uh, we need to talk about this. We've been we've been kind of slowly making our way through Psalm 119, the longest psalm and chapter in the whole Bible. Um, spending all week breaking it down. Um, by the way, if you ever have any questions about this, or any of these things, you can always send me an email, pastorben at lovesiler.com. Or leave a, a voice message at amenben.com or an, a regular message. Um, but I always want to hear what you got to say, how you're processing this stuff. And if you'll remember, um, we, we're going through these little stanzas. And what stanza? Stanza. Not George Costanza, but a stanza. You know, like a, a section, a little passage um, that each one of these, the, throughout the whole Psalm 119, it's using a Hebrew letter to start off and which to us doesn't make any sense right i get it you're like what are these weird words at the beginning i have nothing to do with anything well if you read it in the og hebrew language then it's like an acrostic you know something that you um that you're supposed to you know the, the first word starts out with that letter and uh of course to us it's like this is just not but the, the, the principle sticks with it. While we might l lose some of the, the poetic structure of it because it's not in the original language, the points and the principles and the heart behind it and the message are still the same. And again, it's a, uh, a long love letter to how good it is to obey God. Again, we, we tend to want to be on team Jesus because we want to be on the winning team and we want God's blessings and we want him to, you know, they, we jokingly say, fix it, Jesus, right? Fix my husband, fix my wife, fix my kids, fix my boyfriend or girlfriend, fix my boss, whatever, fix my teacher, fix those students. Jesus just make it better. And we end up, uh, you know, wanting Jesus to come in and be Mr. F fix it Felix or whatever. And in reality, it's so much more than that. And by us, obeying his commands, he, he does fix it. There are still broken things in the world, but a lot of it can be fixed if we would just trust and obey the commands of God, uh, especially the ones that we see quite clearly in his word. And so uh, today you're supposed to be reading 65, uh, Psalm 119, 65 through 96. And again, I'm not going to read every word of it. I hope you read that yourself today, but I did want to pick out like a little part of each one of these stanzas, each one of these, these groupings of, of verses, um, because there's, I mean, there's a lot in here, but there's some that really stuck out to me that, that I had, that I needed to read today. Like for instance, verse 71 said, my suffering was good for me for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Ooh, that one, that rhymed bars. Um, <clears throat> we get, we need to be reminded that our suffering while sometimes it's not your fault, right? But sometimes it is. Sometimes it's self-inflicted. But all suffering on this earth 
is due to someone, whether it be yourself or someone else, not paying attention to the decrees and the laws and the commands of the God of the universe, right? Sin is here. The world is broken because people do what they want because people are jerks. And so when, whenever we suffer, it's a great opportunity for us to be reminded how important it is for us to trust and obey in God's word. It's just a great reminder of that. Um, <laughs> I love verse 73, though. Um, this is a, a prayer I've prayed many times. You made me. You created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. Because <laughs> without your sense, I'm, I'm D-U-M dumb, and I do what I want to do. This is a great prayer for you to pray every day, really. Give me the sense to follow your commands. Because it is outright foolish. It is the opposite of wisdom for us to go, hmm, who should I trust uh, on, on the things I should do? How, how am I gonna how, how am I gonna to flourish best? Paying attention to the world who gets it wrong and the enemy and the devil who wants to devour us. Or let me have the good sense to listen to God when he tells me this is right and this is wrong and this is what I want you to do. Right? Give me just give me that sense. You created me and so you know what I need, right? So give me the good sense to follow you. Um in verse 88. It says this, another thing that stuck out to me. It says, in your unfailing love, spare my life. Then I can continue to do whatever I want to do. Nope, that's not what it says. Whoopsie, sorry, Freudian slip. Verse 88 says, in your unfailing love, spare my life. Then I can continue to obey your laws. Again, this is all about obedience. This is all about listening to God. And a lot of you will pray in your unfailing God, love, God, spare my life, spare my relationship, spare X, Y, Z, spare these things that I want, Lord, because you love me, right? And then when he comes through, just like God's people of old, once he comes through and he pulls you out of your junk and out of your mess, you go right back to obeying your heart and obeying your opinions and obeying what you want to do. But David is saying, man, the psalm is saying, spare my life so that I can obey you more, so that I can know what got me there in the first place and know where my hope lies, and that's obeying you. And then finally, in the last little stanza, 89 through 96, verse 91, is a great reminder to us. It says, your regulations remain true to this day. For everything serves your plans. It doesn't, the, the Bible and God's word is not just something for back then. But, and, and what we encounter now, whether it's technology, whether it's people and culture, or the challenges that we have in this world, yes, it's a very different world than the world that the Bible was, was written and recorded in. But God saw it the whole time. Nothing is a surprise to God here, folks. And so, his word is still good. His principles still make sense. And while there's certain things in the Bible because of historical context or whatever else that may not be copy-paste, I get it. But the principles of God, what is right and what is wrong, what is good is still good. And what is evil is still evil. And we, we can't just think that we've evolved past that or else we're going to... We're going to enter in some consequences and some suffering that it's needless. It's unnecessary. 
give your trust to God and his regulations and his rules and in his unfailing love, he will bless you and it's, it's, it's going to work out good. It's going to work out good. Even if you suffer right now, he's got something better for you in mind. And that's what we have to remember every day. Talk more tomorrow.